0: Wait a minute wait turn a minute. on the radio on my radio. homie got a new show and it's time to play it, to play it I dope. hope you got in tune he, got in he talking tune. bigger business talking bigger he business. Make, business. A make a lot of he moves I'm talking Scott Gatton Talk I'm saying yeah. wait a minute. welcome to the startup showcase I'm your host Scott oh, Gatton and you're listening to Technori live from WGN Radio where Chicago's top tech founders and entrepreneurs come to share their story We've got a great show for you today. Uh, beautiful day. Go Cats. I'll be heading straight to the Northwestern game after this. I'm pretty excited to listen to Dave Hennett's take on how this season is going to go right after this show. Um, so I opened up uh, before Amy left and kind of let you know what we're going to talk about. I think it's it's going to be a good show for you. We're going to learn a little bit about uh, charity, which is always great. Uh, we're going to learn a little bit about tech from more of a broader standpoint. Uh, and then we're, of course, going to zoom real close lens with uh, Sheffling founder Amar Krishna, who's going to talk about. Well, it's not really a tool that I can use because I don't know how to cook, but most of you probably are adults and know how to cook. Um, It's an app that uh, we're going to find out more about. I believe that you can use it with Amazon Echo and actually have sort of a... I don't know, an active chart of ingredients and things that you've got going in your in your refrigerator and kind of make your kitchen smart. It's a smart assistant. So you've always got the right ingredients and stuff to to cook whatever it is that you've got uh, loaded up in the app as far as um, meals. So uh, it's kind of cool because I mean, you think about most of you who cook and for me, it's like I just run out of Parmesan cheese to shake on my frozen pizza. But in general, uh, for the rest of you, you know, it's my it's what i'm told uh is that when you go to cook things at the last minute you're always like oh man i got to run to the store and all this other stuff because you don't have the ingredients because you probably didn't make that meal you know anytime in the recent uh memory so uh it should be pretty cool to find out how that works uh we're going to learn about a major tech company called Kekira has renamed itself Relativity i want to know why they did that uh, i also want to highlight the amazing stuff they're doing in chicago not only are they one of the fastest growing companies tech companies in chicago i mean they hired over 100 people, they actually announced on my podcast that they were going to hire over 100 people in the celebration of the Chicago Cubs victory, and they did that, and then maybe another 200 people since that. Um, and then also on the charity side of things, they're one of the most giving companies. They, they call it KKRA Gives. I don't know if it's going to be called Relativity Gives. We'll find out. Uh, but they help students and kids in under-supported uh, under areas throughout the Chicagoland area in a huge way. Uh, And I've worked with them with Technori for the last year and so and uh, and I can speak to how amazing the work that they do. So we're gonna learn about that. Uh, But I also want to ask them. So we're gonna have two guys in uh, both uh, on the marketing communication side and sort of the director of creative. How does a company change gears? Years after it got founded, it's got, you know, KCARE branding and everything. And then they change colors, they change logos, they change everything. Uh, I want to know how that works. How does a company actually successfully do that? Not that Technori is going to change brands anytime soon, but you just never know in this day and age uh, what brands are going to be coming in and buying you up. And you want to make sure that you can sort of continue the lineage that you've created and the legacy that you've created. It's important. Um, And then, of course, I've got to announce uh, September's Technori showcase event. I am so excited about this. This is one that I've been trying to get together for a little while and then it just sort of happened and here we are. Um if you're familiar with the annual event called Chicago Tech Rocks, Jeremy Bacon is the one who uh who started that. It's incredible. Uh it's incredibly charitable. It's a, it's a huge rock concert at the Metro. Last year they did it and everything think they raised almost $150,000 at the event for uh nonprofit schools and for project-based learning programs. Um I think you all can agree we need more of that. I think, uh, actually, I was listening to, this is like a perfect, I was listening to a podcast on the way to the station today, and Steve Bertrand's show on WGM Plus, he was talking about, or talking with, I should say, uh, some people at the city uh, and as well as the education program trying to figure out how do we fund some of these schools and get kids who are high-performing out of low-performing schools and give them the opportunity that those of us who came from better-performing schools have. Um, Kira is right in the front of this, obviously, and we'll learn more about that. But Chicago Tech Rocks, boy, do they rock! I mean, I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> it's, they're going to have some incredible tech, uh, tech kind of inspired music, PUP, uh, as well as a few other uh, headliners there, and that's going to be on September Thursday, September twenty eighth. However, if you come to the TechNori Showcase on Tuesday, September twenty sixth, you get twenty five percent off uh, of the concert on the on the twenty eighth, as well as uh, a charitable donation made. Uh, to this cause which is pretty cool and the showcase itself is going to be an awesome one we're going to have a keynote uh, another chicago-based founder from reverb.com if you're a music person you know reverb.com they're crushing it uh, david klatt he's going to come and join us and give a keynote we're going to partner with 2112 incubator scott fetter founder founder scott fetters who started the first uh, digital music focused incubator in chicago uh, Mayor Mayor manuel was there not too long ago if i'm not mistaken Uh, And so we're going to pick out four or five companies from their location, give them a chance to jump on stage and tell the world, tell you guys who they are and why they matter and what they need from you to to make it in this crazy entrepreneurial world. And then we've got an awesome roundtable. We are going to have Jeremy Bacon, the founder of Chicago Tech Rocks. We are going to have Scott Fedders from 2112. We are going to have Reverb uh, CEO and founder David Klatt, myself, and a special guest. I think uh, I could plug it now. Terry Howerton from tech nexus is going to join us he works with um everything that is chicago tech academy and we'll have some students from chicago tech academy who benefit from these type of concerts and give you the opportunity to actually hear firsthand from the people who are behind the scene and the kids who actually benefit from this kind of stuff so i can't tell you how excited i am unfortunately for you you're going to hear me talk about it every single saturday until that event uh, with the exception of uh, if there's a game for northwestern in which case you can come meet me at northwestern games at ryan field and i'll tell you all about it right there Either way, I'm very, very excited about it. I want to uh, jump things off here and just say, if you want to comment, if you want to get involved in this conversation, I would love to have it. You can call us at 312-981-7200, or of course, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at TechNori. DM me directly at Katoon. We're going to take a quick break, but first, I want to let you feed on this week's Tech Bites from our weird friend, Sean Fralick.
1: Hear ye, hear ye, y'all, you tech lovers. Let your feed, man. Dish some news into your gullet. Come on open up google has given people all sorts of creepy crawly feelings after their influence has been used to punish people who spoke out against them let me drop two cases on you the first is with open markets group they watch over monopolies google is a monopoly open markets group applauded the european union for fining google 2.7 billion dollars for you guessed it acting like a monopoly. For writing this report, Open Markets Group was kicked out of the think tank called New America Foundation because they believed all the Google criticism was imperiling their work. Wow. The second case is with a now-Gizmodo reporter who says she was pressured by Google years ago. The reporter is Kashmir Hill, and she worked for Forbes at the time when Google told her company that they'd better promote Google+, Plus or their stories will be hard to find. Sounds reasonable. However, when Hill reported this, Google told her and Forbes to take the story down. Eventually, Hill did, after enough prodding. Why is the power of Google making people act this way? It's quite amazing how powerful Google has become in less than 20 years as a company. Where will it be in another 20? Will I have a leash on my neck, Google? Oh, I don't want to think about that too much. I'm not a dog, right? Woof, woof. This week's Technori shout-out goes to Relativity. Oh, you haven't heard of them? Well, you must have heard of K-Cura, which has just changed its name to Relativity. This startup has been around since 2001 and has grown to be one of the most significant tech companies in Chicago, hiring hundreds and helping major companies organize law papers. And a little bird told me that an IPO may be coming soon. So open your pockets. Let me see what's in your wallet. I'm a bad boy, but if you like my strain of troublemaking, watch my show right now on technory.com. Bye, lovebirds.
0: Sean, you are a weird fellow. I don't even know what to say there. Uh, but like you said, great plug for uh, for our guests uh, after the half, uh, after uh, Bob Kessler's on. So stay tuned. I'm Scott Katoon. You're listening to WGN Radio 720. Welcome back to the show. I'm Scott Katoon. You're listening to Technory Live from WGN Radio. This is the Allstate Showcase Studio. Pretty excited about sitting here on a gorgeous day and also kind of itching to get to that Northwestern game. Uh, You're going to hear a lot of that for the next, I don't know, four months for me. It's nonstop. However, if they start getting blown out in conference, that's probably going to be the end of that for me. Uh, I'll I'll get quiet very quickly. Uh, Joining us next via phone uh, is Amar Krishna. He is the CEO and founder of Shuffling. Amar, can you hear me? And I don't think he hears me yet. Uh, So... We'll have him with you here in a second, hopefully. Uh, But I want to give you kind of a rundown exactly on what Amar is so we don't lose out on time here. Sheffling is a pretty awesome app. Uh, It's a smart way to monitor, organize, and select your food. Sheffling keeps track of all of your ingredients, suggests delicious recipes based on those ingredients, automatically creates a shopping list with other ingredients that you need for any given recipe. This is the part that I'm hoping we can connect with Amar on because I don't know how to cook. I have literally no idea what makes things taste good. Literally, like no idea. Uh, that's probably why I only eat like three things. It's grilled cheese sandwiches, uh, pizza, tacos. Who doesn't like tacos? Uh, but the thing is like anytime I've got leftovers or there's like noodles or anything and I feel like getting creative, I ruin it. It's disgusting because I have no idea what things are supposed to like be in it. And I, I know I can hear you right now being like uh, you can Google like a recipe and if you're a moderately intelligent individual, you should be able to follow the directions. Uh, but that's not the case for me usually. I don't know like how to make things taste a certain way better or less good or whatever. So shuffling is one of those things that I think, well, I've got an Amazon Echo and I've got the dot. So I'm thinking this might be something I put on my phone because, and I definitely recommend that you guys put it on your phone as well. Because the reality is you can literally have it pull up whatever recipes and things that you want. You can have it pull up whatever type of things you're looking to eat and all this other good stuff. And then it will let you know your refrigerator or your cabinets or whatever doesn't even have it. So you're going to have to go to the store. But it'll go a little further. And this is what Amar would have told you if he was on the phone right now with us. He would tell you that you actually can have Amazon Echo order it. via, Well, assuming you're an Amazon Prime user, you can have Amazon Echo actually order the food and deliver it straight to your door. So literally, you'd be like, oh, on Tuesday or Thursday or whatever day I want to eat this, I could go on and say, hey, Amazon or hey, hey Alexa. Can you fill my cabinets with blah, 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 blah. And blah, 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 blah blah will show up at your house within like, I don't know, Amazon's crazy. They might drop a drone off and just the food will just plop right on top of your lawn. But uh, either way, within like 24 hours, that food is there. And now you're all stocked up and you'll know however long you have it. So uh, it's pretty interesting, pretty cool. I wish we could have uh, checked in with Amar. Okay, no worries. Yeah, so Amar has been on hold, but he uh, is unable to get pushed through. So I do apologize. We'll have to reschedule and have him back on hopefully i've done a decent job uh i'll post it on my facebook page at at technori um about like how you guys can learn more about this stuff because i really do think it'd be a plan that you guys would get a kick out of uh but at any rate the the biggest thing that i can that i can tell you about shuffling is uh it is a solution for you millennials who look like me who do not know how to cook that's all i can tell you about that uh we have our guests coming up after the break here. Uh, As mentioned by Sean, as well as as mentioned by me, Sean Gaines, the Director of Marketing and Communication, and JC Steinbruner, who uh, is the Director of Creative Marketing for KCura, formerly KCura, now Relativity. Uh, We are going to learn a whole lot more about them and uh, and a lot more. But since I've got you and I've got like two or three more minutes, I thought we could talk about some of the kind of cool things going on in tech right now uh, that are in Chicago that are coming up um we've got the timmy awards coming up and the timmy awards for those of you who don't know is tech in motion uh and i'm actually going to be running a live podcast from it we're going to do like a whole they, i don't think they know this yet i don't know if i'm supposed to say this on the air but i'm going to say it anyway because you know well what are you going to do you're going to fire me um it was a free service anyway so what we're going to be doing is timmy awards gives out these awards for companies that are doing outstanding stuff i believe sai Rangachari, from Capital One is up for this award. He may be like a top nominee. He might have even won it. I'm not sure. Uh, but he spoke, if you recognize the name, he's been on my show before. He also spoke at Technology Legends uh, event. Yo, we got him. We got him. He called in. Uh, Amar, can you hear me?
2: Yes. Um, yes. I hear you.
0: Okay, sorry about all that. We've got Amar, so I can actually ask you some straight questions about, about shuffling. I'm sorry about uh, all this confusion. We had some phone technical issues here, so I'll give you a little background. I read everything that I know about shuffling, uh, about the okay. fact that it's a smart way to monitor, organize, and select your food. Why don't you kind of give me a rundown here on exactly how shuffling works?
2: Sure. Uh, so I'm going to start with like uh, how we came up with the idea to build uh, shuffling and then uh, what we have built so far and how it can help a normal user like you and me.
0: Uh, yeah. That, well, so I saw. Okay. So, just uh, so you know, I don't know if you were able to hear it. I set it up, explaining that I, as a as a okay. token millennial, have no idea how to how to cook anything.
2: Okay. Okay. So the idea is uh, there are so many shopping list apps out there where you know you can download the app on your phone and then you can manage a, a shopping list when you go sh- grocery shopping. Uh, uh, what we are doing is uh, we are combining all the shopping list needs with your pantry with your cookbook. So everything is in one loop now. And we have a patent for this, actually. So nobody can actually do this. (laughs) Uh, That's a good thing to have in this case. Yes. So now uh, what we can do is uh, uh, we know uh, what's in your pantry, what's expiring. And we also know uh, what you can cook based on everything what you have in your pantry. So let's say the moment you uh, walk into your house and you have an Echo or Google Home, You can just ask uh, Alexa that. uh, My uh, ask my chef, what can I cook for dinner? So uh, my chef is our uh, Amazon Alexa skill. So the the my chef skill uh, goes into your pantry, sees what you have in your pantry, what is good. I I mean, uh, uh, by good I mean that things which are not expired already. Correct. And then it based on that, based on that, it'll. Search a good recipe for you with a really good percentage match, and then it will recommend you. So the Alexa will ask you that, okay, I found this recipe X Y Z. Uh, do you want me to send it to your phone or do you want me to read it loud for you? And you can, you know, ask for, you know, if you want, if you're cooking, then uh, itself, then you know, you can ask for step by step instruction with the ingredients. See that's that's where the,
0: I uh, see I got lost on it. I was thinking that you'd be able to just like and this is amazing. This makes it even better. Like the way I had pitched it, I was yeah. thinking, I was a little confused and I was thinking like, all right, I can use this and like order ingredients and then it would help me tell me what I need and how to make it and all this other stuff. This is like leaps and bounds better than that because that I mean that's nice to have if you don't know how to cook. But what is really important exactly. is like the the big uh, question is what can we make tonight? Like what can we have? And this actually solves that problem, exactly. which is even better.
2: Yes. So now, uh, see, uh, so, so we have built this loop. There is a reason behind that. And it goes like a story, right? Uh, that let's say you ask, uh, what can I cook today uh, for dinner, you know? And then it will tell you some, some of the recipes. And let's say you have one hour with you in your hand. So it will ask you that, you know, uh, uh, you have seven out of ten ingredients in your pantry, but three are missing. So you can ask Alexa that, okay, add those remaining ingredients to my shopping list and get it delivered. So it'll ask you through which uh, partners, uh, you know, we have partners like Peapod, uh, Amazon and Walmart. Yep. So, uh, you know, let's say Peapod is very famous in Chicago. You know, I have been in Chicago, I have lived in Chicago, so I know Peapod is pretty famous there. Yep. So, you know, you can get your those remaining three ingredients delivered to you through Peapod. So let's say you have one hour in hand. Within one hour, you'll get those remaining three ingredients and you're good to go. So everything is done using that one loop, which we have done in. Uh, shuffling
0: app very cool very cool yeah i i love this and the funny thing is i can just see people who are a little bit older looking at me like i'm crazy right now but for those of us the the millennials who have grown up using and younger who use our phones for everything what i like particularly about this is is that you know everyone can build everyone is building apps right now that's you know i guess at this point it's almost ubiquitous apps for everything i got an app for everything Um, but when you're cooking That extra time and the annoyance of having to grab my phone and search through things is actually kind of a pain in the butt. So what I like is that this is connected as a, as a skill for Amazon Echo because I can literally ask the question, and if it's, you know, if it's in the moment, it can start reading off the ingredients and the type of food I have, and if I know how to cook at all or have any sort of inspiration, I can just go and start grabbing all the stuff out of the cabinet and putting it together and cook rather than standing there playing with my phone but like looking through the checklist. I love that this tells you what you could make.
2: Uh, the idea is that uh, you know we want to be the early guys on all the voice platforms. So uh, Amazon Echo was the first one, and then after that, uh, Google launched Google Home, and now Microsoft is launching their Cortana platform. So we want to be all in all these platforms, you know, because voice and image is the next big thing, you know, where all the the machine learning and deep learning is going. And we want to even if it's a niche market, but kitchen is always a a big proportion of your daily life, right? Uh, Absolutely, and we want to capture that
0: absolutely uh, this want, is uh oh no go ahead Amara. i'll just finish up we have we have to take a break here I, I apologize we didn't uh get as much time with you as we wanted to with the technical difficulties but i i certainly appreciate you taking the time here and maybe have you come on again or come on the podcast to talk a little bit more about exactly what you're doing perfect perfect sounds good awesome thank you so thank much for you your time bye. yep have a great day drive safely yeah bye-bye if you guys want to stay connected yeah, and contribute to the show uh, hit us up on facebook and twitter at technorian uh, we are going to take a break here. Um, we'll be back. I'm Scott Katoon. This is WGN Radio. Wait a minute. Wait turn a minute on, the turn on the radio. My oh. homie got a new show and it's time to play, it time to play I it hope right. you got, in tune. got he in talking tone. bigger business. Talking he bigger business. Makes. he make a lot of Welcome back to the Startup Showcase. I'm your host, Scott Katoon, and you're listening to Tech Nory Live from WGN Radio, the awesome on Michigan Avenue Allstate studio. Uh, joining me is one of the most charitable and fastest growing tech companies in Chicago, Formerly known as Kira, now known as Relativity. Uh, we've got Sean Gaines, I believe, off my memory. I don't have it. Paper in front of me. I swear I don't have the paper. You're the director of marketing communication. Well done. And J.C. Steinbrenner is the director of creative marketing. Correct. We got Correct. this. We right. got it. Awesome. So uh, we're going to talk about a couple things. Uh, one, I want to talk about the charity stuff. Two, I want to talk about the growth in general. Dory Blessoff, who's your head of people, was on my podcast and actually announced that you guys, if the Cubs won the World Series, I believe that she said, regardless if the Cubs won, we're going to hire like 500 people or whatever, but uh, she said if they won in memory of uh, of the, what, 109 years or 10 or however long it was, you're going to hire that many people. You did that immediately right. afterward and then hire like another 100 or more since then, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, correct. We uh, we were shooting for 108 um, and then we we got through that before... Before the end of the year, even. Yeah. So then we um, we now have another uh, 200 we're hiring by the end of the <laughs> That's year. crazy.
0: It's, it's uh, absolutely uh, insane. Yeah. Congratulations on the growth. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And then, you know, one of the cool things they say, uh, you got you to gotta make money before you can give it away. And one of the things you guys do an incredible job of is giving it away with KKRA Gives. It's one of the few platforms um, in Chicagoland, and we'll talk about the rebrand and how that all plays into that. I don't even know. Maybe it's still called KKRA Gives. Is it Relativity Gives? I don't know. Uh, but... Uh, KKR Gives is one of the few platforms for those of you out there who have done some charity work, understand how difficult it is to actually give money to CPS and work with, with anyone, let alone CPS and, and Chicago city officials. It's almost not like, I don't want to ever say it's not worth it, but it's almost not worth it. Cause it's like, you got to pay us 10,000 to give us 5,000 then you got to pay a tax and give us more and then more and then more. And you know, and so it's like cake Care gives us one of those platforms that actually enables other companies as well as partners and sponsors. Uh, speaking of, of, uh, of Chicago tech rocks, right? You guys are sponsoring that as well. Um, to do anything and everything they can to get money to CPS so that our kids are actually in school and not on the streets so they're being taught and everything else. And so I want to thank you guys for everything you guys have done with that and helped out Technori as well and obviously Chicago Tech rocks. So thank you guys definitely for that. Yeah, and absolutely.
3: Course. And uh, we did rebrand it as Relativity Gives.
0: Is um, it really Relativity yeah, Gives? it is. Well,
3: there's, there's, a, there's a lot that goes into a rebrand. So when you have yeah. something that easy...
0: I was going to say, say pick they, pick pay, they pay to have JC <laughs> on, on staff that, that, I have him. Yeah. I
4: make it look really pretty. So yeah.
0: <laughs> did you pick the orange?
4: uh so the orange is, uh has been with relativity for a very long time yep. uh we did uh, uh you know as part of the rebrand we did kind of standardize on some of these things and really put our a lot of our power behind them so sure. we went all in on orange where i uh, <laughs> try to you know own big orange as we call it but um yeah
0: so so, so let's jump into the to the rebrand and, and i, I want to tell you i don't think you can offer this to anyone but uh if you ever have a chance to come to the k-care offices do it it's awesome you guys have games and stuff to people play. Watching the hundreds of people working, there's like a bunch of different floors. Uh, so kudos to the cool office, which I'm sure now is bright orange. And you've got the the old standing leather couch that was the original sofa of Andrews, still just sitting there on the oh, front. Oh, the green went,
3: couch is still there. That's not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. That yeah, that, yeah. that
0: goes. That was like in the first apartment or whatever. whatever. That was
3: the, the, the first office we had, which was like a, it's a small like rental space with like three guys in it and they were sleeping on the couch. They were working on the couch and now it is still in the lobby of our our office. There's a Febreze
0: can next to it, but otherwise it's perfectly comfortable. (laughs) Well broken in. well loved. (laughs) Uh, So let's get into the, to to the rebrand. What exactly was the purpose behind it? How did you come up with the name Relativity? Um, And why did you do it?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, you know, for us, relativity has been part and parcel of who we were at Kira for a long time. So we started in 2001 as a consultancy. So we were doing a bunch of like one-off knowledge management type of tools. Uh, around 2004, we we were working on this project for a law firm, um, which eventually became relativity. Uh, And by 2007, we realized we had a great opportunity in the market with this one product, and we dropped the consultancy, focused specifically on Relativity, of the product, and ever since, it's the only only product we've had, and it's what we've been focused on. It's what our 750 employees are 100% of their time committed to so for us for a long time we've actually talked about this rebrand we're like we have one product right yeah. it's the, the names are one for one we have kkira and relativity but they're all focused on the same thing which is this piece of e-discovery software um so finally it just came time we were releasing our new sas version of relativity um the company was going strong we had some time and energy to finally do it and at the beginning of this year we said okay let's let's Cut the cord, let's finally become Relativity. It's like a, lo-
0: a long version of, of the fellows' representatives came by to sell us business cards. And we're like, well, are we going to buy more K Cura business cards or should we just go ahead and throw a whole new brand out there? I mean, it's, it's business card season, folks. We're hiring new people. Yeah. yeah.
3: But we have, and, and you know, at the same time, too, we our customers, right, they don't even know, many of our customers didn't know what K Cura was. It's yeah. a strong brand in Chicago, but we have 13,000 organizations around the world yeah. that use Relativity. And a lot of times they hear the name K-Cura and they have no idea what it is.
0: Which is crazy, right? Because yeah. I mean, I think that happens fairly common. I mean, it's fairly common. Like you, like you said, Andrew Sager, right? Is yeah. the, I mean, dude's a genius for one. I mean, I know a couple of his other people who he kind of co-founded this with and they've even spun off and done some amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, but the reality is everybody starts a company thinking it's going to be one thing. And quite honestly, most of the time you're three or four pivots deep. And it's like K-Cura was a consulting company. That was a brand. It was important. I need you to know we are k and then here's our 52 things we do. And then it just sort of like did a really smart job of just sort of minimizing the things that were, did not pass the, as I call it, the grief versus dollars check. And came down to relativity. It was like, that's our thing. And now here you are. And it's, it's interesting. On the second half of this, I'm going to have you guys for the whole rest of the show. On the second half of this, I want to actually dive into the brand strategy on that. It doesn't have to be about K but just like how companies would actually do something like this. Because I think that there's a lot of companies out there that honestly really struggle uh, because of what you just said, their customers and clients don't really know who they are. They don't have the brand identity. They don't have the cultural thing. They don't recognize what you're getting involved in. Like your current clients across the world would not know what K Cura gives. They wouldn't even. Right. They wouldn't, it wouldn't. wouldn't ring a bell. It wouldn't That's make right. sense. Yeah. So you, you were going to say something. Sorry, I, I kind of cut you off today.
4: Oh no, I, I think we'll get into it in a, a later on. But uh, you know, to Sean's point, we, we found ourselves in a position where we're putting a lot of energy into supporting the K Cura brand as well as the Relativity brand and uh it it wasn't really panning out for us so we wanted to align our focus behind the thing that everyone is really passionate about Um, and a story that i like to tell about the rebrand is at the beginning of the year we were debating all the different things we were going to do as a company. And our head of international sales was adamantly against doing this rebrand. I said, well, you know, Steve, why would you be against rebranding the Relativity? It's like, because we already call ourselves that outside of Chicago. So it's clear it was time to, uh, to right. make a yeah, move like that, go, well, come on, Steve, He liked that he got evidence. two of them.
0: He's like, well, but I get two different things. I get to, That's two email addresses that I get to have <laughs> right. those domains. I mean, what am I going to do without that domain alias? Like, that's right. going to get crazy. Uh, very cool uh stuff we're going to take a quick break here uh and then we will be rejoined uh by my my friends in, in charity and charity in chicago tech community uh sean Gaines and jc Steinbrenner from Kira now relativity uh, after the break i'm scott Catoon, and you're listening to wgn radio am 720 welcome back to the startup showcase i'm your host scott Catoon. you're listening to technology live from wgn radio am 720 at the beautiful all-state showcase studio um so we've been talking here with Kira now named relativity uh, the Director of Creative Marketing, J.C. Steinbrenner, and Sean Gaines, the Director of Marketing Communication. Uh, we spent some time talking about sort of what KCARA is, what they do. Uh, I'm sure that they would like me to talk more about what KCARA, now Relativity, does. Uh, but I thought it'd be more valuable to all of you listeners who might be going through this at your own office, your own company, uh, how would a person go about rebranding? How, how does a person decide? You know, you kind of touched on it, Sean, on how, how a person decides to you just got to pull the cord, I think, at a certain point, because it's always kind of like, what, what happens? Um, but how do you actually do it? And so I'm going to give uh, an interesting opportunity for you guys to sort of dissect this potential circumstance that WGN Radio would have then somehow become rebranded Technori. How would I go ahead and do that, other than having to raise a whole bunch of money and convince a lot of people upstairs of something that I don't think I can do?
4: Sure, Um I could take this one. JC, uh, start off. JC's <laughs> at the lead.
0: Creative <laughs> marketing. Let's go.
4: Uh, so, so first, you, you'd want to have a thesis, right? You'd have an idea. Hey, there's a reason why we should rebrand this company. We're seeing some things in the market. Our, our listeners are telling us a certain thing, and then you're going to want to test that thesis. So you end up doing a lot of research. You talk to internal folks. You talk to your audiences. And you, 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 get a, you get a sense of, like, whether this thesis you have is, is true or, or false or maybe needs to shift.
0: Who are you asking for that? So, like, I, I get the thesis part now. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, right? So do you just do, like, a closed study group or do you do amongst, like, a small sect of your customers or do you just do random people? Like, how do you figure that out?
3: Yeah, we did. Um, we actually we had four key segments. So we had a small group of customers. We called them our brand advisory group. So yep. these are folks that were interested in this type of stuff. They've used our product a long time. We also knew that we could trust them. They've been sure. longtime customers, but just a small group there. We did internal employees, um, and that's a really important one because you may think about all your listeners when you're doing the rebrand and making sure they understand why the rebrand's happening. Yep. But the rebrand's not going to work if you have a team that is dissenting, right, <laughs> that is yeah. against this idea yeah. in the first place and not going out there and talking about the new name, right? So we did uh, internal employees, we did new hires, and then we did long-time hires, and then we did some folks from the local community, because that's where the KCura name is known. So we talked to ITA, we talked to Built in Chicago, we talked to groups that knew us well and knew what our brand represented here in the city, and made sure we understood, okay, what were the ups, what were the downs, what, what... what are the positive attributes of k Kira that we want to stick with us if we made the switch over to relativity?
0: Yeah. So if you guys are listening and understanding this, then you understand that you are now our test subjects and you have to let me know <laughs> yes. what you think about this. Yeah. Uh, I have this crazy thesis that this whole town is just going to get lit by tech. And so we want to be on the cutting edge. Uh, the next part about this uh, process that I want to kind of walk through with you is I think that this is a great opportunity if you decide to do this to address your culture issues if you have them if you don't have culture issues and you want to just make sure everyone knows that you've got a strong culture when it comes to recruiting there's no better way to like people always think that the brand is about those people outside which it is but it's just as important about recruitment and making sure that you can provide a product and service that's outstanding so that you can P- please the people outside so this is a great opportunity to sort of reset that brand culture for yourself
4: exactly and, and really what all a brand is 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 relationships right you're building that goodwill and that trust not just with your customers but also with the people within the company who are, are making that product so what we want to do um, or what anyone would want to do in a rebrand is is really make sure that that culture that you have that you're you're putting out there to attract more people into that culture is really strong and uh, and that's one of the benefits of relativity is that we have a really strong core culture that we've been building on top of
0: how do you pair your culture in, a, in an artistic way like how do i take a culture that i think i have and, and be able to like i guess what i learned when i was in school was to try to draw a picture of it literally like if you could describe how you feel when you're at work don't put a hangman on the paper unless that's really <laughs> what it is but like draw what you feel like trying to put that on paper and then see if you can start from that. like how did you guys get how did you encapsulate what you guys are as a culture into picking the color orange or into making sure that the branding felt fun and free and it wasn't stuffy, even though it's e-discovery e- learning services, which is awesome.
4: Uh, okay. You go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure. JC's uh, got creative in his title. Know, he has right? no choice but to answer I know, I know. This. I feel, like, I feel <laughs> like he should lead this one. <laughs> um, so uh, we've been orange for for a really long time, ever since we've had Relativity. Um, and so in, in a sense, we fell into that. But uh, once you have something determined, then you really just build upon it, right? Uh, we have also uh, the fortune to have a really, really strong user community. And these are people who don't just use our software. They really live in our software. And it it, it makes or breaks their careers. Uh, so uh, for, for us, it's really important that anything that we're doing in the brand, whether it's a color or a logo or a voice, really... Uh, respects the fact that that they have so much invested in it it's really important to us so uh it's not just about uh you know relating the fact that we have a good product but it's also about relating the fact that these are human beings who have cares and worries and fears and joys and we want that brand to really tap into that and, and celebrate what they do with the software very yeah, cool yeah and then I'd, I'd even add though and then when it comes time to actually
3: like to your point of how do you, how do you represent it the voice of it things like that there's there's an array of exercises you can do some of the favorite ones we've done is we did, uh, we got the team together and we we're like, okay, if you bumped into, we were k at the time, if you bumped into k at the bar, <laughs> describe k right? What are the few adjectives that are going to describe uh, who this person is? And and you can't just pick that in isolation, right? You have your culture around you. you photographic think memory is what at, the, comes to
0: mind. <laughs> <yeah>.
3: <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, but you know, and and, and, and it, it's tough to not just then pick adjectives that describe like your CEO, yeah, <laughs> or the right. person who's most public. Also, photographic memory is also tough, right? 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 But it's uh, if you if you can condense it into something really <laughs> simple like that, then I think to, to, to JC's point, you have like that essence that is going to be really the most important part that needs to thread through everything you do.
0: Very cool. Sean, uh, I'm going to kick one more to you uh, on this one as a communications guy. Um, how do I communicate this with the world? And I don't mean just a campaign of of just setting out like, hey guys, we rebranded. Check out the new website, relativity.com. Uh, you got to actually like sort of let people know that this is going to happen instead of stoke the fire. What do you recommend for somebody who's doing a rebrand and they want to make sure that they do this the right way and get, people, get everyone to know this at the same time?
3: Yeah, well... It's, it's always a risk doing it, but I highly recommend you get your whole team on board early. Like we yeah. told everyone at the company in January, despite the rebrand not happening till the end of August, that was a risk. But we have a great team that, that kept it quiet and understood that to make these really impactful, it's got to be like a fun actual event. Yeah. And it can't just be something that spills out. Um, so for, Which is why you
0: have Relativity Beer.
3: Exactly, we which do. is here for us yes. to
0: celebrate, and I can take to my Northwestern. I, we, I did. We,
3: we did when, when we when we actually had the event the of the day. Be- of, Relativity we beer to everyone. Is the best. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's great. But um, getting everybody on the same message is really important because eventually we you will make that announcement. You will have a campaign. You'll do PR. You'll come on shows like this. You'll go. You'll go out there and tell the world. But one voice of like your PR or communication team isn't going to do it. You need, in our case, seven hundred and fifty voices on social media telling their friends making their referrals and going out there into the community and spreading the word. I think that's the only way to make it effective. And a campaign lasts, what, like a week? Yeah. Uh, 750 people that are on the same page understanding who you are. I was are just going to say, man, let's, I mean, I, I'm a
0: huge fan, of, you know, PR Wire is great, but we are at a new age and, and it's like, press release okay that's official yahoo right. finance is going to pick it up i guess but otherwise it's sort of doesn't matter so it is important the whole team gets on it's a great way to use organic growth thank you guys very much uh for coming in and, and sort of giving us a little bit of a tutorial on how to do this congratulations on the rebrand officially being out uh, and congratulations on all the work you guys are doing. 750 employees is crazy. It's a huge gift to have in Chicago have a company like you in Chicago. And thank you, of course, for what Relativity Gives does. It's amazing stuff.
3: No, thank you, Scott, and for thank being such so a uh, supporter of the program. I do the
0: best I can. Uh, if you guys want to learn more about it, you can go to relativity.com. I believe com is still available as well, but it will take you to relativity.com. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Absolutely. Uh, that's the end of it for me. We're going to talk about the, uh, the Northwestern Wildcats pregame, and then I'm actually going to go to the game. Uh, you've been listening to Tech. TechNori Live on WGN Radio. If you want to learn more about Chicago Tech, come to technori.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at TechNori. Follow me at Katoon. And of course, you can download the podcast at iTunes. That's a wrap for me. Boom.